Hello and welcome to the Archers of the North, your one-stop shop for archery and Alan Francis related. <laughs> Both Josh and Kai Hedstrom, you guys joined at pretty much the same time. We're ready to go. Josh, you want, you want to tell uh, them our secret? Oh, yeah, go. <laughs> yeah, tell, tell, the se- tell the secret on three. One, two, three. What's what's the secret? One, two, three. Yeah, telepathy. <laughs> yeah, that's the secret. Telepathy is the secret, uh, and that's that's a pretty big deal. Uh, for all those who don't know, telepathy is kind of a big deal. It's, it's a little bit OP, and we clearly demonstrated we're, we're really good at it. So uh, <laughs> we're still ironing out the kinks. You know, it's one of those things you got to work through it. Uh, yeah, happy uh, NBA Finals? Question mark. Ugh. Oh God! Yeah, is that, is that tonight? Is this a bad thing to admit on the podcast? <laughs> yes, that is bad. Uh, <laughs> it's Sunday night. It's week. It's week five, right? Is that correct? No, it is four, not correct. Right? It's week four. <laughs> this is really Feels good. Like five. Yeah, it's week. Four. Uh, it's game three of the NBA Finals tonight. Is anyone watching that game right now? What's going on? Um, the Heat are going to win, it looks like. The Heat are up uh, going into the fourth quarter. So the Heat have a chance to Ooh. pull this one out and go up or go down 2-1. Uh, but it, we know it's not real for the series because they're missing Dragic. Drag- I still don't know what is it. Goran? Gorgon? Dragic? Dragic? Goran Dragic. Dragic, right? That's what it is? Just It's just Dragic. I think you're overcomplicating it. I don't think Okay. Okay. <laughs> and bam, out of bio, out of out of Biawa. How do you, <laughs> Jimmy Butler? Butler, uh, but, help me out but, there. Butler, yes, but, Butler. That's the one. Um, no, so with the injuries, this the series is over. But the Heat might win a game, and I might win money on it thanks to MobileSportsBetting.net or whatever, <laughs> whatever Our site. sponsor, Mobile Sports <laughs> Our, or whatever. Our our headlining sponsor, mobilesportsbetting.com, <laughs> org, EU, whatever it could be, uh, where I lose a lot of money EDU. every week. Yes, EDU, <laughs> gov, whatever it is. Uh, so, do we want to start with the NBA? Do we have NBA thoughts? Uh, we can finish. We can do that in the first oh, little God. section. Here. Oh, my my thought is I forgot that the I, I really. Is it bad to admit that like at, once game one happened, I instantly lost like all interest in it? And I know we've been sports star for so long with the pandemic, but but after Bam and Goron and just Jimmy fucked up his ankle that game too, it was just like, oh god, like this is just sad. So I've checked I out. Like, yeah, I think we as a podcast just kind of like chose. I think once it was Lakers, Nuggets, Heat, Celtics. And I think we kind of like we never. No one really said it in, in these words, but we kind of said, "Yeah, the Lakers are gonna win," <laughs> and that's that. Like, there's no none of us ever really considered the Nuggets as a threat. Uh, if the, I mean, the Celtics uh, weren't that scary, right? I don't know. Right. I think we all. I think it's gonna be the Lakers. And then it's been like, sports usually aren't predictable, but that kind of was. <laughs> It's in a very unpredictable bubble. We we ended up with like the most chalk of result of all time, uh, so that's great. But but, but I do think if if healthy, I think the whole idea was Miami was going to make this a really interesting series that probably could have gone seven and then make them grind it out at least. Yeah, yeah. that'd be interesting. But that no, without without two of their three best players, that makes it much harder. Anyone watching a Sunday night game? Because there's some weird crap going on here. There's some <laughs> Ice, what, what 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 you got in on the radio there? You, you got any <laughs> Yeah here I'll turn it up for you. It sounds like uh the Station identification. We'll take we'll take twelve as, as long as you need. <laughs> yeah, but I agree. NBA after game one with the injuries and it just looked like it felt inevitable. Uh, you know, you've got LeBron, you've got AD, two of the the top two players in the series, and the Lakers might actually have like three of the top six, which they normally wouldn't have. But anyway, it just it just was too much. I think. Um, so who, who are you including as the three? Is that is that Rondo? Or, who, <laughs> Rondo Rondo's been shooting forty percent from three in the playoffs. I don't know what else you need to see, Kai. He's a sniper. 
Hey, I, I'd call him playoff Rondo, but apparently that's an insult. So I guess I'll call him. I'll call him Rajon. First name basis. Rajon. Rajon. You. You've impressed me, man. Um, yeah. So playoff P was a thing, right? Is that what you're referencing? Playoff. Playoff Paul George that is now in flames all the time. Is that what you're referencing with the playoff thing? Uh, sort is not not exactly. People have been calling like playoff Rondo this. Like this playoffs, kind of, I think the whole thing is it's making fun of the playoff Paul George thing. Like the playoff P, it's like the playoff Rondo is actually good. And his coach came out and said, that's insulting to, to insinuate that he's only good in the playoffs. Like, oh, have you seen the stats, Frank Vogel? Like, I mean, we got eyes. Yeah, we're, we're kind of looking at it is the problem. <laughs> yeah. I think a more interesting discussion or allocation of our remaining like two minutes of NBA time would be to discuss like – off-season like trade predictions or, or, or coaching hires or something because I really feel like no offense to this finals but I just don't find it that like the Lakers are going to win in five like I don't LeBron gets a fourth title like, <laughs> like the Heat with what they are right now it sounds like are probably going to win this game and go go down by only one game <laughs> and we're already like you know <laughs> It's time. Look at He's in. I can see Jimmy Butler getting traded back to the <laughs> They got Doc Rivers now. He's a big Doc guy. Like, I think we should talk about the coaching stuff and everything, and, and we can talk about trades too. But I just think it's just slightly like disrespectful <laughs> to be like, "Hey, this is totally over." And we've done it. We did it with the Nuggets too, and we were right. But like, <laughs> and we nailed it once, so we're gonna nail it twice. Let's just go back to back. Yeah, not not reasonable right because the, the heat it sounds like they're doing what they're doing they're up by three have, right they, now it's not even like a foregone conclusion i just feel like they're like a next man up kind of team and like i don't think they're gonna win but i i think if there's a chance that they win and the fact that we're just like well it's over but but i think everyone everyone's kind of saying that like all all sports like everyone's just like hey, yeah i mean it's pretty much over. is there any way is, it, is this our niche though do, do we zag when everyone zigs or that's that's the wrong phrase you know so what which I mean, which one are we doing are we spending all of our time then on the finals and like going really <laughs> we're gonna say the heat win in six and we're allocating the rest of our time to right. make the case yeah. tell me why kendrick nunn can drop 40 <laughs> <laughs> tyler hero is just gonna continue to light everyone on fire he's had he had a good game tonight uh so that's fun he's, but yeah he, I, tyler I, hero is three for 14 as josh says that. he had a great game nine points <laughs> for nine points Nine points on 14 shots is about as good as you're going to get in the NBA Finals. I don't know what you want. <laughs> well, that's pretty on to your, uh, on to your trade talks. What are some trade talks? Well, you, let's do the coaches afraid? first. Why don't we do the coaches? Because we actually have coaching news, right? That's true. In the land of, uh, what's that thing? The Liberty Bell, the, the, the 76ers have chosen to hire Mr. Doc uh, is Doc short for any? Oh, Doc Rivers. Doctor Rivers. It has to be Doctor Rivers. Doctor Rivers is coming Do- into Philly. That's the one. <laughs> and uh, it's it's an interesting move, right? Yeah. So I, what does that mean? It means it means he he'll probably be better than Brett Brown. So I feel like he's already raised their floor. Um, like I don't know. People have talked about them having locker room issues. Like apparently Embiid and Simmons like aren't necessarily homies, and that's kind of not great. Um, so maybe he, maybe someone like Doc, who has more, you know, respect league wide, can come in and get them to buy in, or maybe he just trades them both. Uh, who knows? Yeah, I feel like some people might not like, especially our listeners. I don't even know if you guys know this, but Paul George cheated on Doc Rivers' daughter, dated, and then cheated on Doc Rivers' oh. daughter. We got TMZ Wait, ice up in here. <laughs> and Doc was able to keep, like, there was not that much, like, dissent in that locker room, even with, like, Patrick Beverly and, like, these big name, like, or, like, these big, like, well-known assholes. So, like, maybe Doc is the right choice for a... Uh, <laughs> so what's going to happen next is Embiid is going to cheat on Doc's daughter and see, see, what, see what happens. <laughs> Everyone's dating Doc's daughter. That's what's happening. That's the that's the move. I mean, Doc traded his own son. He traded his own son away yeah. from the team he was that's, coaching. I mean, that he's he's just that's, all that's basketball. That's some like Ram. Uh, who's the dad of Bolton? That, that's some like uh, 
that that Bolton guy. Ramsey. Ruth, oh no, I see. Yeah, the other yeah. guy. That's that's some Ruth Ruth Bolton <laughs> right there. Merciless. No regard yeah. for your kin. Um, interesting. Well, I think it's it's a it's it's a cool move in that they were. It sounded like they were either going to hire D'Antoni or Rivers, and D'Antoni is probably the more um, offensive firepower coach. But then I feel like that's a team that's built more just to be dominant defensively. So I feel like hiring an offensive guy would. You could look at it two ways, I guess. Yeah. He'd either fix their offensive woes or he would take away from like their greatest strength. You know, so it it it, it was curious to me to see which way they went with that move. I, I don't know what the right decision was, um, but two, two pretty good guys to pick from. I mean, I'd take either of them probably over Budenholzer, to be honest. So, uh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even if you look at their resumes, it's hard to say. Like, like Doc won a title, but it's like, did he, how much did he do with that team, right? Like, with the, the first, like, I'm not the first, but, like, that was the first time I remember hearing the term big three was the Kevin Garnett uh, Ray Allen, Paul Pierce team, and Jack took that team to a title. So, like, good for him. Um, but, like, and then, and then D'Antoni's more gimmicky, but he's taken, like, lesser teams to do more. So, like, but, but, I but, don't know. I, I still feel well, like has Doc- he done more? He, he hasn't ever had a team win at all. But, yeah, he, he's produced, like, historically yeah, great. You're right. They're right. yeah. worse in general. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of upset fans, right? Like, I feel like the, the Clippers are were kind of – sick of all, all like the well is was it the team or was it doc it's it's hard to separate but you know the chris paul blake griffin stuff and then um right. you know this team kind of under underachieved in terms of all the talent they had i feel like he's had a lot of underachieving high talent teams which is basically what the sixers are so that's kind of <laughs> he's like underachieving you, you've seen my resume right eight years with the clippers we, we never won more than two <laughs> playoff series well how <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna bring that to the east, baby. <laughs> I will say his uh, there, there's an amazing video. If you ever get the chance to watch it, it's um, oh, what's what's that guy's name? Jamie, Jamie Fox doing a Doc Rivers impersonation. I'll see if I can if I can bring it bring it up here while you guys are talking later. It's it's on point and it it slays. It's like 20 seconds of bliss. It's a uh, um. I'll find. <laughs> wow, dude! I don't know if I, uh, I if they can live up to that. Well, like, I really like, what, what I can do is sync up two clips of him and see which if you can tell which one's the real doc. I might try and do that. Okay. Okay, that can be that can be a later segment because we're gonna we're spending the whole <laughs> this the is whole the doc NBA today. Welcome That's to. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, um, stuff, there's a lot of coaching stuff that happened. Mike D'Antoni's out. I mentioned that. Yeah. The Rockets yes. are coachless. I think the Rockets just continue to be coachless, right? I think that's their strategy. Sure. Uh, they just go they just go no coaches and they that that's I mean that's kind of what okay, so sorry, this is branching off. But the Kyrie Irving quote from this week, right? Uh, with the Nets, Steve Nash is their coach. Yeah. And yeah. Kyrie's yeah. basically like you know, I don't think we need a head coach. You know, maybe I can be the coach one day. Maybe KD can be the coach the next day. Co- coach <laughs> is like, a relative okay, term, right? It's, it's, a, it's a mood more than a, than a title. It's a, it's, it's a state <laughs> it's of all, being. It's all about the vibe, you know. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, speak. That's the. I think the Rockets are just going to bring that into action, just kind of like a unionized coaching where they all they, – they rotate days. It's like a it's like a chore list for a, for a Baker house, right, Kai? Except – um, you've got each person takes coaching responsibilities over the course of the week, <laughs> and and some of us actually do our freaking uh, our freaking chores. Thank you. Uh, shout out, not, not directed <laughs> to anyone. Uh, but... <laughs> we all know James Harden skipping on coach day, right? We know that James Harden's not going to coach on his given day. He's going to pass it off. Daniel House is going to take another shift. <laughs> I was or just going to say like, House, sorry, is, House is going to get screwed over. He's going to be working overtime. <laughs> James Harden is known for his passing, so he's going to pass him off. That's what he yes. does, right? Bingo. That's what I'm talking about. That's the character trait I was trying to make sure we talked about. <laughs> James Harden's passing. Uh, so, yeah, what do the Rockets do? Yeah, they don't have coaches. I mean, I what coaches are out there? I know Ty Lue is out there, and he's getting a lot of interviews everywhere, including what? Houston. I'll make that prediction. Ty Lue will be the Houston Ooh. coach. I, I'll, like I'll, uh, 
<laughs> Ty Lue. No one's going to remember Ty this. Lue, that, that LeBron 2016 title is going to do more for – like, Ty Lue's going to end up have, having, like, a 15-year coaching career because, like, LeBron was just like, hey, Wait. I like you. How about uh, – I don't like David Blatt. Uh, how about you? You you do it. <laughs> we just, just mentioned one of the – the second star on that team being like, yeah, my teams don't need coaches. So <laughs> he, learned from, he learned from LeBron. I, I, I've never had a coach in my life. Ty Lue, what's, what's, that's not a coach. Like, Who's he? He sucks, right? <laughs> I'll say Ty Lue goes to NOLA. I heard he was interviewing with the Pelicans. I'll say they take him as, like, a good bridge. That, like, he can develop Zion, and then when they need, like, a real coach, they'll hire that when they're ready to contend. But like... Do we have, like, another – do we have another, like, uh, all-NBA or Hall of Fame point guard who does isn't qualified but – doesn't have a coaching yeah. job yet that can find a spot. Like is Darren Williams, like, is he a coach? I don't know. He's a, he's a point guard. Is he still playing? Quite at the level. Yeah. I think you got to take out, you got to Tanya Harding, uh, Chris Paul's kneecaps and then have him coach your team. I'm gonna Google at 2002 <laughs> point guards. See if I can find any good candidates here. <laughs> oh, let's go. Allen Iverson. I think, AI uh, would be a great coach. Oh, let's, yeah. <laughs> He's he's too busy coaching the big three. Who are we kidding? <laughs> when he has to... <laughs> Steve Francis, that could be kind of fun. Uh, was it Alan Francis? <laughs> Alan never Francis mind. knows when to get, get him. Conflict of interest sure. there. Um, what about what about <laughs> Stefan Marbury, the Starbury originator? Whatever happened to him? Whoa. Put him in there. I don't know what happened to him. <laughs> He had those six shoes. All right, this segment sucks now. Uh, what can we talk about? What, let's put, let's put a pretty guy? bow. Let's put a pretty bow on this thing. Let's put some lipstick on it. Send it out to the people. Yeah, can I give us a give us a one uh, or two theoretical trades that you're proposing? This, uh, this one theoretical trade. I would love. I don't think they'll do it, but I'd love the Bucks to buy low on Oladipo. So you know what I would do? It's it's probably a three way deal. Is I'd send Bledsoe. And Bledsoe goes to Nola, uh, Drew goes to Indy, Oladipo goes to the Bucks, and then Indy probably gets like a bunch of picks and stuff. And that, that that's a trade. I feel like the Bucks get a youngerish asset to pair with Giannis. That is kind of a win now move, but also not quite as all in as like a Chris Paul. Um, I don't know. It, it just feels like it's probably it's probably it's not great. And uh, but 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 it's something. Um. That's one move. Another move I could see. So who's your who's your point guard in that situation? We probably have to like trade like uh some like Brooke or something for like Tyus Jones or some but like So instead of Drew Bledsoe, you got Tyus Jones as your primary well, it'd be all people, I feel like, and then Tyus just is like a catch and shoot guy, but okay. but yeah. Okay. Um I don't know. It sure. A Giannis and Chris team is just already kind of weird. Like, like, like you. The, the biggest yeah. thing we're missing. Let's get weird. Is a score at all three levels, and I feel like Oladipo can kind of do that, and he'd he'd be available. You know, yeah. like like I get. I, I'd be okay with Chris Paul too. I just feel like the Bucks. If we get Chris Paul, he'll inevitably just get hurt, and then we're just stuck. And if we don't get him, he'll probably have like another great year. You know, it's gonna be one of those, um, like he had with the Thunder. I guess another another move. I feel like I want to say like everyone's been speculating forever that Bradley Beal gets moved, and I don't think he's the guy that gets moved. I feel like Portland does something finally. I feel like they'll trade CJ McCollum and instead maybe bring in like mm-hmm. a big. Like, what if they do like CJ and Gary Trent for like Joel Embiid, and like the Sixers would probably be kind of like they're probably losing on value, but I don't. I feel like fit like a. They're missed. They don't really have any dynamic young guards. I guess you can call Simmons a guard, I guess. But like, you know what I mean? Like, getting like a true. I, I think that'd be a cool move. Like Man. CJ, something like CJ and picks for Embiid would be kind of fun. But yeah, I think right. it'd be hard to get the value there if Embiid is just on the market straight up. I think I think other teams would would at least be able to beat them. But I know that's not always how it works, right? So I, I mean, yeah, that'll be kind of cool. That'll be an I'm interesting in. move. Blow it up, Doctor. Doctor Rivers. <laughs> yeah, this one's for you. Doc, Doc blowing it up. Uh how about how about the number one pick Ooh. overall? And Jarrett Culver. And then there's much other stuff that we can do. Or Ben Simmons. Then we got D Lo, Ben Simmons, Carl Anthony Towns. 
There's that. That's my, uh, that's my that? right there. <laughs> like, it's like a, yeah, it's like a, baby. I, I genuinely, I mean, you, you, if we wouldn't be a lot better, I don't, it's like a run and gun team, but like, not really. Like, it's, it's like a defensive team, but not like, I'll put it this way. We've, we've already decided on Cat and D'Lo, yeah. right? So as far as that third piece goes, I think Ben Simmons easily would be like the best. I can't think of a bad, I mean, except like LeBron, but Ola I can't Depot. think of a better I, I will. All the Depot would make sense hey, too, Depot, actually. Depot, I'm glad we're, we're all on like the buy low Depot train. Here, here's a Bleacher Report train. Buy low I Depot, I like it. Okay. I'm taking up all the slots here of talking, but uh, there's one, the most okay. credible trade site of all time, Bleacher Report <laughs> proposed a trade, <laughs> and it was a three-way deal that involved both our favorite teams. It was Minnesota ships out the number one pick and a bunch of like their young guys to Houston. Houston gives Milwaukee James Harden, and yep. Minnesota gets Chris Middleton. Yep. <laughs> Who doesn't like that? Chris Middleton. So, like <laughs> so you yeah. give up all your stuff for Chris Middleton. We get we James give up Harden. Chris Middleton honest. for James Harden. <laughs> Wait, God, what does your what does your favorite team get? What do the Rockets get? And that's oh, they just get a bunch. We of, get the number like, one random pick. stuff. Yeah, a chance to finally rebuild and um and <laughs> random stuff. Yeah. Okay, Russell Russell Westbrook, a number one overall pick. There, that's what you need for your team. Russell Westbrook and the number one. <laughs> I'm excited to talk about our favorite our favorite teams because I'm feeling really good about mine. Let's uh, how about we go to the break and, and then bring it back. That sounds with, great. Uh, talking about our favorite teams. We'll catch you after this. All break. right. Well, hi there, everybody. I'm here to advertise for the thing we all love. We love losing money, right, everyone? I mean, money is one of those things that just we don't need. You know, we just kind of have it. We like just throwing it to the wind. So I'm advertising here for your favorite website. No, 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 not BetDSI, not DraftKings, not any of Mr. the – Mr. Cams. No, 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 none of that stuff. MobileSportsBetting.orgnet.com thing, okay? <laughs> Mobile sports Same. betting yes. uh, is, is the perfect – your games because there are two great things one you can't take out any money once you put it in that's that's just one of the one of the things of the website it's definitely an offshore account it's probably illegal so here's what you do you put your money in okay you create an account put in let's say a hundred dollars and then you continue to play that money until you lose all of it and even if you win a bunch you can't pull it back out so so we're talking about sports betting right we're big sports guys um we know things like parlays. We know favorites. We know 7.5 points. We get the stuff. So uh, I would just like to just like to run by a couple bets I made with you guys here today, so we can we can talk them through a little bit. Okay, it's Sunday night football. Yeah, we've got the uh, we've got the 49ers. We got the Eagles. How much money will this lose me? All of it or just some of it? Here's my bet. Um, oh, I bet oh. that the the North, the 49ers win the game and the over at 45 and a half points. For this Sunday night football game, how much money am I losing? How how are we looking? We're I'm, I'm running the numbers right now. Uh, I I I see you do some some filler dialogue. Beep, boop, beep, beep, boop, boop, boop. 
It appears you will lose it all. Well, you know that's that's perfect. Thank you. And you know where I lose that money? MobileSportsBetting.net.org.com. The perfect place to place bets, and you'll never see any cash. Uh, but the so best come part join is, me. if you do win, no taxes on that. <laughs> it's definitely somewhere in the Cayman Islands, right, fellas? Yeah. Uh, and we're we're money laundering. That uh, I'll probably bleep that out when I'm done. All right. MobileSportsBetting.org.net.com uh, thing. We'll take your money, and it's definitely illegal. Illegal. And welcome back to the podcast. Uh, before the break, you might have heard some allegations towards um, mobilesportsbetting.com gov. <laughs> EU. Uh, allegations are true. We have found out that uh, it is definitely not legal. So, yeah, you know, it's one of those life lessons you learn, uh, Ice, as mm-hmm. we go through that, mm-hmm. um, that spending money online through sports betting, you're, you're in some risky territory. And uh, I'd like to formally apologize that may have, uh, that may have really harmed the people around me in my, in my mobile sports betting.eu net. As Castellanos hits a two run homer, and now the, the Mets are up three to two. <laughs> anyway, I'll see you in the booth after the game. <laughs> now, you remember the guy, the guy in the, the baseball game who got fired at halftime, or, or got fired in like the fourth inning? And, like, as he was apologizing, he like he like he he did. Someone hit a home run, so he was still on the on the mic. So he was like, "And Castellanos goes deep, and uh, <laughs> that's a three three two game. <laughs> yeah, you can't do that. You have to just apologize for it. It was like a really insensitive uh, homophobic slur. <laughs> so like, nope, you just just finish it out. Like, we'll all be fine. We can watch the home run and not worry about you we, saying anything. <laughs> we see that it happened. It's okay, dude. But anyway, <laughs> so welcome back. On that note. <laughs> Uh, I want to kick off the uh, this next segment here. We're talking about our teams that we pick for each other, um, and we can talk about our favorite teams too. We, maybe we don't have to spend too much time on that. But um, I wanted to talk about my teams because the Marlins right now just swept the Cubs. It was a three-game series, but it's still a sweep. Uh, two out of best, two out of three. That is, uh, they they won two in a row against the Cubs. They are still undefeated in playoff series. Um and uh, they're in rolling. their history in the Mar in their history like in the yeah, in the baseball team's history. Never lost a playoff series. Every time they made the playoffs, they were undefeated. World Series. Play they never the, lost. Yeah, play the the ball thing. Whatever his name is. Yeah. Yep. Craig They've Tom. also never uh, won, their, <laughs> won their own division, so that's something too. Um, but uh, still made. So they, they could be four-time four World Series winners to never win their division. Three-time, but that would be That's, cool if they weren't here, too. That'd be sick. Not only could they be, but statistics say they will be. Like, that's just the way it's going to happen at this point. <laughs> According to illegalsportsbets.neteu.com thing, they are <laughs> the third most likely right now. <laughs> yeah. I like that the website is now illegalsportsbet.eu. It's like, <laughs> that's definitely what we're searching every time. So, Ice, you've got the Marlins. Um, I'll just I'll go on the other end of the spectrum here for a second because um, I've been keeping up with the New York New York Jets, J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 um, who I mentioned after week one maybe the best or the best, uh, the worst team in NFL history, and it really is like they might be like atrocious um every game that they play is bad uh they're just not doing well they're bad to watch sam darnold is supposedly on the bright spot and he's horrific uh adam gase might be the no is the worst coach in the nfl um there's not a whole lot going on i saw uh I twitter things and in the twitter replies um all the jets fans are hoping that their team just gets crushed coach gets fired faster and it's a really hard place to be as a as a Jets fan so uh, not great for the J-E-T-S Jets, Jets 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 I thought some good news earlier this week um it looks like if Adam Gase loses on Thursday to the Broncos that he'll get fired so that's good news oh, wait wait. Uh, didn't they, wait didn't they lose on Thursday to the Broncos 
<laughs> Wait a second. Oh no! The, the set, like the other team that has no players that lost all their skill, somehow gave up a forty-five yard touchdown run to Melvin Gordon with like eight guys around him and nobody tackled him. That team, yeah, yeah, he's so, still coaching him. So still, think, still letting him go. Report, do you think that report was just wrong, or do you think it like, like, what do you think happened there? Like, it was a false report that was never true. Yes, I think that is. I think that is one hundred percent what happened there. Just mm-hmm. exactly what happened. Okay. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So the Jets are not fun. So Kai, tell us about a team that you have that tell tell us something good. Tell, tell me something good. Oh, boys, do I have something incredible? Uh, so my team currently sits second place in this division, but we all know they're going to win at the end because continuity. Coach by the greatest coach of all time, Belichick. I'm talking about the New England Patriots, boys. And in I know some fans out there maybe were worried they saw Cam has COVID. It's NBD, boys. You know who our new starting quarterback is? I'll give you these hints. He has started 69 games in his football career. I repeat, 69 games. That is not a lie. 69 games played in his career. His middle name is is Axel, like the part of a car. Axel. We're talking about (laughs) Brian Axel Hoyer, boys. He he owns almost a one-to-one touchdown-to-interception ratio. And... He has played for over seven teams in his uh, career. One-time Super Bowl champion. Pats are in good hands with Mr. Hoyer. So I, uh, so wow. I'd just like to point out that while while Kai will need to be bleeped out, uh, I, I feel like you couldn't have described Brian bleeping Hoyer <laughs> without <laughs> without doing what you just did. So I I, I applaud it anyway. So are we officially are we officially downplaying COVID pod now? Is that what's happening? Is that because I just heard I just heard COVID and NBD Kai? Is that what I'm is that what I'm getting here? Are we officially the downplay well, COVID pod? <laughs> I mean, you, you, we we uh, we podcast about the league that that downplays it, right? I mean, uh, we, we, had, we had an outbreak, and the biggest I, thing was like, it's a bye week. All right, great. <laughs> I'm on. a mouthpiece for the league, is what we're saying. We're we're bought <laughs> out, obviously. <laughs> Goodell is. Goodell's not paying. I mean, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, so the Patriots. What we didn't hear there is the Patriots had a, had a COVID test uh, that threatened to. Uh, the Patriots and Chiefs had COVID tests. But they're they're going to play. Yeah, but they're going to play on Monday, so we're feeling good. Uh, and you've got Brian Axel, the Madman Hoyer, um, sixty <laughs> Brian sixty nine Axel Hoyer. Yes, well, he's gonna break it though. It's gonna be seventy. I'm so sad. I feel it's like it should just be. Yeah. yeah, maybe. Well, maybe start they'll Stidham. start. Yeah, start Stidham because they were already. Do you think they were ever intending to start Stidham, or was that like a like we're just, we're always gonna pick up a quarterback, but we want to build some confidence in our guy first before we tear it down. A little, little fake com- irrational yeah. confidence before he. But, but but then take it all away. That's that's just how Belichick plays forty <laughs> you know, messes with guys. Psychological warfare. <laughs> he did it with Drew Bledsoe and Brady. He's he's just uh he's a maniacal master. But uh also whatever happened to Sam Castle? Uh my boy, former former guy that won your Brady. <laughs> so Sam Castell was a point guard in the NBA. Matt Castle was a quarterback for the Vikings. He ended up going he so he got signed by oh I don't remember, but then he was a Vikings quarterback for, for a little bit too. So Oh of course yeah, he was. Matt, All things Matt Castle. Uh and Sam Castell also played for the Wolves. So <laughs> fun fact. Ah, simple mix up. The twisted webs we weave. <laughs> so, Kai, do you have? So you have the Patriots. You have the Rockets, which we kind of touched on already. Who's your? Who was your other team? Oh, you have to make. Uh, do you really? Uh, they they didn't make the playoffs. It was the New York Mets, guys. They amazing the expanded pitching. playoffs. How did Star- they not make the expanded playoffs? You, the Brewers took their spot. <laughs> oh wow, that's hard. So, that's. I know it was it was really bittersweet and torn that whole time. I was like, man, I see you, but but uh, also they they had the same record. Basically, the whole like the NL is just bad. <laughs> like to make I think to get in as the eight seed, like the the twelve seed was like two games behind that. So just like they're all pretty gross. Um, baseball's bad is what what, what happened. <laughs> I want to. I feel like it's my turn to jump in then because I I wholeheartedly disagree. As the biggest baseball fan on the podcast. I want to point out, George Kittle touchdown, and we are back in the fantasy game 
Okay. Let's go. Uh, Ice is on the road to two and two, folks. This is crazy. It is, it is <laughs> he's, on, he's on the climb to be equal to me, starting Mike <laughs> Tolbert Davis and Jarek the Madman McKinnon, fast legs. Anyway, uh, it's time to flex. Not only do I get to flex George Kittle, I also get to flex uh, with the Miami Marlins, who I already talked about. But I can also flex with the Washington football team. Who is not? We don't have to talk <laughs> about. Insane. We don't have to talk about records, but we do have to talk about <laughs> positioning in the division. The Washington Football Team is number one in the National League. <laughs> the <laughs> NFC, the NFC. <laughs> in the NFC East, uh, with a record of better than everyone else in that division, <laughs> or e- better or equal to everyone else that's in there. Yep. And they're literally. <laughs> I, I know. I know. We joked about it, but like. Like, is the winner just going to be seven and nine? Like, well, at this point, the winner is going to be way worse than that, dude. I mean, they're, they're, <laughs> yeah. for those who don't know, they're literally one and three right now. They're one and three. The, the, their division <sighs> as a collective is two and 12. So. Yep. Statistically, if, if we just, what's the word? Is that exacerbate? Nope. Uh, if we just. Uh, no, that's, ex- that's Yeah. Distribute. Exacerbate uh, is a word. It's not that word. Oh, extrapolate. Extrapolate. I'm a genius. Extrapolate. Oh. Bingo. This is why we need Jesse. This is literally the reason we is need he Jesse on? on the pod. Jesse just logged on. Yeah. As you said that. Hello. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, my God. God. was that? That so was insane. I would just like to point out NFC. We'd like NFC's to talk about exacerbating. The end. Uh, the winner is going to be and 12. Jesse, since we're on the darkness of uh, of. Why don't you talk about your favorite teams? Oh, my goodness. Darkest timeline. Where to begin with the losers, the losers, or the losers? Um, I'm actually uh, – I don't have a ton of time, but I just wanted to make sure I could fill in and give you the Detroit update. Everybody's sad. Nothing's going well. Um, yep. Those of you who watched the debate, as an adequate representation of Detroit as two people talking. <laughs> Jesse, we don't, we don't talk about politics. Uh, Stick to sports. Shut up, and, point. I'm so shut up and podcast. Shut up and um, trouble. For anyone who watched the Browns <laughs> offense today, that's a good representation of the city of Detroit. No, wait. Browns did good. I mean, <laughs> no, the Browns did great. <laughs> the Browns are fantastic, yeah. <laughs> the Bears offense. The Bears offense is really, really bad. I watched it. Oh, my God. I now see how Allen Robinson can get 19 targets and four catches. It's just really good. <laughs> Garbage um, time warrior. Let's though. see. The Detroit Tigers didn't make the playoffs in the most expanded playoffs ever, so that's fun. Um, the Detroit Pistons. I actually don't even know if they're still a team. And <laughs> they disbanded. They did. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I think the Red Wings got a draft pick months ago, and they either used it or they didn't. So. <laughs> Wow, Detroit. Hey, you know what? Let's talk about the Lions just to round out Detroit. Uh, they've lost the past five games. They've led by 10 or more points. So that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> so the I'm not going to. That they've led up losing those games. Uh, and that's that's to round it all out just for the city, so for the culture. If, if, if you're Matt Patricia the next game, you just let the opponent score 10 points quick. It's right. the old and Nuggets, then, it's the old nuggets situation. Just ride it all the way to the end to the NFC so championship game. First and goal, and you kicked you kick a field goal? We didn't want to get too ahead. You know, we didn't want to get too much. Felt too much. All right, I have to head out, but I just want to let everyone know that Detroit is as bad as expected. That's all. All right, Perfect. thanks for popping in. And you couldn't have picked that, a, better, a better time. That mm. was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Love you. See you, Detroit. That was incredible. That really was incredible. Josh, you said said, this is really where we could use Jesse. And then Jesse pops up. Um, The Heat beat the Lakers, by the way. And I won Medi. I won money on illegalsportsbetting.eu. So another another prop for that. Um, Are we saying saying EU or EDU? EU. Uh, Both. (laughs) Right. The, the <laughs> Germany's really into this. So that's, <laughs> that's where we. Uh, okay, so where 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 are we? <laughs> oh, Facebook. Oh, yeah. um, no, I think it's time for our uh, our Jamie Fox. Is it Jamie Fox or is it Doc? <laughs> Fox Doc. That's <laughs> segment Fox Doc. All right. This is where this is what I thought the pod would be. Uh, two seg. We're not even three segments in. We're like two segments in, and we're already Doc or, or Fox. Okay, right, we're playing Fox or Doc. 
Boxer doc. <laughs> oh, I just closed out of the doc interview. Uh, hang on. I'll I'll cue his, but there it won't necessarily be Doc. It won't necessarily be Fox. So listen to this interview. Is this so? Doc are Rivers? we are we comparing one to yes. two? Are we like comparing a number one to a number two? I should get. I should just do three. That sounds a like, lot like Josh. I don't think that was Doc or Jamie Fox. <laughs> I think that was Josh. Josh Olson. All right. Here here's number one, and just just in, don't say right away. Just internalize what it was. You know what it sounded like, how you felt, and then listen to two right after. Who would do that? Like, why like, would you ever do that? Like, like uh, maybe like five seconds. That was that was a bad. <laughs> <laughs> it made me feel confused and frustrated. Is that what I'm supposed to do? <laughs> no, that is like the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Now. All right, that was number one. Okay. Here comes lucky number two. <laughs> I don't know. I, I can't explain it. You know, I have to try. You know. I mean, you know, it's not Blake's fault. It's not Blake's fault. Okay. All right. That was, that was number two. So it was very <laughs> clearly, very clearly so the number content, two was Fox. So yeah, so very, the content there. Is is like when Doc is t- coaching his team. Usually, there's not a laugh track in the background. <laughs> it seemed it seemed very forced in the Fox one. I don't know how much night TV Doc has made, but it seems I like love that that you can clearly hear the the reporter asking questions. <laughs> well, this is so, my best segment. Yeah. <laughs> I, should, I should have played Brian Hoyer. Does anyone know what Brian Hoyer's voice sounds like? Oh, I've got him right here. Brian Hoyer's coming in. Hey, Brian, come on in. Okay, Br- Brian Hoyer or a lawyer? <laughs> All right. Well, Where this is, is he? Gone off. Brian Hoyer, Where did Brian was. Hoyer go? He couldn't do it. He he's supported in. <laughs> he's with the Marcus Cousins in our in our Dell yeah. studio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Brian Hoyer was here. He wasn't on the pod, but we could say he appeared, right? He was like physically here. He was. A... Well, we'll give him some lawyer... guest credits. <laughs> and the lawyer is nowhere to be found. I don't know if we even had a lawyer in the first place. I'm going to be we honest. Probably look into that. <laughs> the, the, lawyer, the lawyer's made up, but Hoyer was always real. Uh, so let's come back and talk about the NFL, huh? Let's do that. Let's let's take a break. Jesus. We, we, need, we need a chance here. For... We need a breather, yeah. <laughs> All right, welcome back. Welcome back to the coaching seminar. This is your head coach, Dan Quinn. I'm here with my best friend, Matt Patricia. Matt, say howdy. But that time is a question. I think we just lost the same. Matt, that's not relevant. Um, so me and Matt <laughs> want to teach you guys today about one of our fundamental principles of maintaining leads late in games. Now, my name is Dan Quinn, and me and my best friend, Matt Ryan, I'm best friends with everybody, we like to maintain leads late in games. Uh, when we lose those leads, we don't like it very much. So I want to tell you three good ways to do that. You need to, number one, pass the ball every down. Matt, I'm getting to you. You need to relax, my friend. We need to pass the ball every single down. All right? If you get an incomplete pass, that's all right. It stops the clock. It gives you more time to pass the ball. Uh, Matt, Patricia, do you have number two for me? Our lawyer is reporting us that Matt, Patricia does indeed have number two. It's, it's funny. We talk about it all the time, uh, getting ready for training camp. And I'm walking the field my first year, and I'm like, oh, these tents are too close to the sideline. What if someone catches a nine route? Sounds like someone catches a nine <laughs> route next to a tent. All right. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't quite understand Matt Patricia's rule as we'll an take, audience member here, but we'll we're good. No, he's a guest speaker. We'll take questions at the end, please. And number three is we need to go on fourth down. Those are the three ways that you can maintain your leads late in games. Do we have any questions? Uh, where everybody sees that. So that's probably the biggest. Yeah, that's tough. Oh, sorry, it's just a statement by Matt Patricia. Sorry, no question. <laughs> this is this is an incredible one as the as the audience member here. I would just like to just a question for the for the group. Um, it seems that you are the two coaches that are ahead late in games. So I don't quite. I feel like we have better representation here. I don't understand it. You're asking me about the last games. I'm talking about the next games. I'm focused on the Green Bay Packers. I don't know about you, Matt, but I'm focused on the Green Bay Packers. Thank you very much. 
And we are back. We do get a lot of celebrities going on. What do you guys think about that? Um, you know, I was uh, one impressed. Guys, the entire world. Patricia. So, um, I, I I understand that, and I <laughs> I get you know get to see all that other side, but it is similar. Oh, sorry, my client was jabbering. We still have Matt. Yeah, you got you got to <laughs> Patricia's still here, which is remarkable that he's devoting so much time to us. Because really, at this point, uh, he's like an NFL coach. Dan Quinn was here. That was that was cool and uh, very unhelpful, I think, in terms of a coaching clinic. Uh, I I felt like I learned absolutely nothing. Oh yeah, I think that's fair. I think I agree with that. Um, speaking of that, we're going to get into the NFL coverage. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, the Falcons blew historic leads twice in in two weeks. It was crazy. Right, boys? <laughs> it was. Yeah. Sorry, I just had a quick. Uh... I, I during the break I, I had a minute to interview Brian Hoyer and uh, it was it went really well oh. so I, I just thought I'd do my ten second bit yeah uh, it, it was me I'll play the go back in time and find find the recording here all right hey Brian uh, what are your thoughts on signing with New England this off season and uh, what do you think the team can accomplish this year you look at the the season that Andrew had last year and and um, the numbers that he put up and you know I knew Frank a little bit from spending some time with him I was in Arizona for three weeks when he was. Yeah, no, Frank. Frank <laughs> why, are we talking, why is Brian Hoyer talking about Frank, though? <laughs> who's That's Andrew? Wait, who's Andrew? Does he know what team he's oh. on? <laughs> Brian Hoyer. Someone check on Brian oh, Hoyer, video, please. So, so for those at home, the video says, <laughs> Brian Hoyer on signing with Indianapolis Colts. This must be a, a wrong, uh, erroneous information here put out by the EU sports site. So... Uh, <laughs> Anyway, yeah, football. <laughs> um, I would just like to say, as the person who made, made a weird prediction for uh, the NFL season, um, I'm feeling good about the Buffalo Bills. I've been watching the Bills a lot, 4-0. and I'm feeling good about Josh Allen. Like, I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm, I got Bulls fever. Uh, that's not the virus, but the – Bulls fever? Yeah, but <laughs> – Bills, maybe? Go Chicago, Shy City. Buffalo Bills. Oh, yeah, the Bills. That's the one. <laughs> Buffalo. <laughs> the Chicago the Bills. Bills. <laughs> Buffalo Bulls. All right. Well, thank you for listening to Archers of the North. I'm sorry that you had to take time out of your day to do this. Um, and hopefully next time will be a little better. This is, this is, this is us unscripted. It's so good. Dude, we're always unscripted. <laughs> yeah, don't act like we ever have scripts for this thing. Um, this is the most in a long time. Jesus so, Christ. The Bills of Buffalo. How about, are how about the NFC? Uh, my take was the NFC West is good, and they are still good. <laughs> That's true. Guys, just kind of laughing attack. No, but Josh, that was a good call on the Bills. Um, Josh Allen isn't just good. He's been like insane like he he's your your take was just flex on us flex on us for a second there yeah so so i said after week one we had our week one overreaction pod i said several things that i'm going to regret later and one thing i don't regret and that's that josh allen might be the mvp this year he's played to that level now we have a couple of favorites like russell wilson's up there obviously um mahomes has been incredible but josh allen josh allen's probably a top three MVP, mvp candidate right now um and he looked downright bad last year so Yep. I mean, cool. That's awesome. That's really oh, cool. So lucky that that lucked out. Yeah, that was a, that was a pretty <laughs> bold. He was, was awful last year. So logic says he should be the MVP. <laughs> this is how the NFL works. Yes, I'm, I'm with you. This, this was supposed to be how my Derek Carr pick turned out in 2017. <laughs> it's like, oh, this guy sucks. He's going to be the MVP. Well, so, and uh, staying yeah. on the MVP talk for a second, the uh, – I feel like a fun fact, I, I meant to say it on the last pod and I didn't. Most people probably don't realize Russell Wilson has never gotten an MVP vote ever. And I know it's, it's a big topic this year um, and like the media and stuff to be like, how is this possibly true? But like, it's crazy to think about never, they never thought he was like deserving ever, even one vote, you know, like yeah. not one guy. That's can, crazy. Can you, are, is there, are there only like four votes for the MVP? Or, or I'll, I'll look it up. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's just two guys in it. It's just <laughs> well, I think the NBA kind of spoils us because they go like top five in the NBA, so it really gives you more room. But I think the NFL, you do not get top five. Maybe um, it's just top three. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, I feel like 
You know how LeBron didn't always. I mean, not that he's LeBron, but you know how LeBron didn't always get like, like, like at, at some point once you you are so good and like established, people aren't as excited about it. Like Lamar Jackson winning it when he's so young and like, you know, R- Russell's the LeBron of the NFL. I feel you. Yeah. Right. Well, it, he, well, no, but it does feel like like people would be like, oh, well, he's been in it forever. Like his accolades have happened. He's won the Super Bowl, all that stuff. But he never he never got the main one. So I think that's interesting. He. Let's see here. I'm looking up how many how many votes votes there are and how many you get. But last year he should have been second. He didn't even get one vote. So and I think anyway. consistently, Damn. consistently over the past, I mean, since MVP has become an, a quarterback award, um, it would make sense that one of the perennial top three or four quarterbacks in the league should get a vote, right? That would just make right. logical sense. Even um, one. Yeah, but he but he doesn't, and he'll get one this year just based on the yep. first four weeks, even if. Even yep. if he's average, what he's like, even if he's like the last couple of years, uh, the rest of the year, um, he's been incredible the first four weeks. So he's earned, he's earned at least something. There are 50, fact, 50, by the way, 50 votes. In, in, 2000, in 2008, uh, Chad Pennington was the runner up to MVP. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Is there anything else that's ridiculous? That, that, that's that one right there is pretty, like, that's pretty bad. Um, MVP. MVP. Like I don't, Jesse's prediction after week one was that it was not going to be a quarterback. I don't. I haven't seen any other player having enough impact. But you guys it seems like it's still quarterback in terms of the narrative so far this year. Which can... um, as a person that plays fantasy and doesn't watch the NFL, I'll have to agree. Yes, I I know offensive <laughs> players. Uh, no, me no defense. I wonder. Do you think? Do you think fantasy football has changed the way that that stuff gets is perceived covered enough that changes the narrative for MVP voting? Curious. Like I'm not. It it, it definitely influences. Yeah, based on fantasy, it influences uh, the narrative, and it influences what the media could influence MVP based on that, right? I mean, we we're we're a probably work right, and I mean it influences how we talk about Baker Mayfield commercials. Right, we like right? fantasy, yeah. 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 So. <laughs> Let's go. So we should go into a ten minute conversation about the Baker Mayfield commercials. Kai, what do you think? Now that they're three and one, now that they're three and one, is it cool that they're back? It never was, and it never will be. He's he's Sorry. earned those commercials now, boys. Let me tell you. <laughs> so Bro. what are the big like? Yeah, what are what are some big like stories? I do feel like the Browns being three and one is is kind of crazy. I, I don't know like if the I COVID believe in them. Good. <laughs> yeah, we could talk about that too. But I guess that's not fun. <laughs> that's not sexy. That's just like, yeah, the league might end. This is fun. Uh, well, now we've seen, now we've seen how they're going to handle it, right? Is that if a team has a jam, they're just going to have a bye week. It's, they're just going to have a bye week, and if a team has one player, they're just going to not really contact trade. Just kind of like keep testing and assume that the incubation period doesn't exist and keep playing, right? That's kind of what it seems like. Right, right. And there's obvious – you can see the problems already, right? Like what if the team playing against the Steelers next week has an outbreak? What do we do? Because the Steelers just played against – or just should have played against the team with an outbreak. Their, their bye week is taken up. Now what, right? Or the Titans, right? Those are the two teams right now, but there will be more. And so – what happens? <laughs> I think I think this inevitably goes the, the NBA way, right? Like eventually, there's just too many cases. Have to stop the season for a while. Open up a bubble. In where where would the NFL bubble be? That'd be a fun. It'd have to be huge. It would be like how about Area 51? That was a big thing. <laughs> NFL Island. Let's go NFL Island. Like Fight Island. Oh. Like NFL Island. <laughs> they're just all in like Honolulu, and they're the only people. You kick everyone out of Honolulu. Is that cool? I don't know if that's a, is that a bad <laughs> thing. Probably. <laughs> probably we, need, we need that much space. We need a whole like <laughs> we need hospitable all island. Not just like a smaller island. We need the whole. Yeah, we need all of Hawaii. We need multiple f- football <laughs> islands. <laughs> but you can just the keep the essential workers the on island. Yeah. <laughs> put, put like the, put the jets on like on like a, a small like. I have to take like a rowboat into the practice yeah. like to get to the game. <laughs> um so yeah the the covid thing is obviously it presents the issues of bye weeks and the nfl as is clear is just going to kind of shut their eyes and problem like there's Mm -hmm. until until they're not good and then it'll all blow up so i guess we'll just wait and see because they're not going to come out with a plan can't can't wait um but that's what so the only argument would be like that's what baseball did and it was fine but baseball has fewer players 
um, and fewer players, like actually being like really few, like the teams don't get in come in contact with each other nearly as much as they do in football. So, like it's not just we can't just be like, oh, the MLB is fine, like you know. So, ugh, I don't know. This I'm is breathing, definitely you're not the breathing across the line of scrimmage, like right in right. somebody else's face. <laughs> Hey, hey, yeah. boys! At least when they do the coin toss, they wear their masks. All right, they, they, they may they may <laughs> cream each other for sixty minutes, but on that coin toss, we are united. We we, we have a mask. So the only the other NFL stuff that's crazy, we should talk about the Cowboys um, because the Cowboys right now are insane. Uh, Dak is throwing for like five hundred yards a week, and it's baffling to me. The Mike uh, McCarthy experience. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to the Mike McCarthy experience. Tied for, they're tied for the division lead um, with the <laughs> team. Right. Three, and they've scored 40 <laughs> points every week, which is baffling. They're averaging 40 points a week. Yeah, and still lost more games than they won. Yeah. By a lot. Yeah, that's just yeah. – um, So the Cowboys are, are great. Uh, and, and so they played the uh, – um, oh, this week they lost to the, the the surging Browns. It seems like every game is they get down by twelve to fifteen, and then either roar and come back and win, or roar and come back and lose, which is what happened this week. So, anyway, I don't understand the Cowboys, uh, and they seem and they do. So, there's my Cowboys thing. Right. Yeah. To, to the Cowboys are interesting. Oh, go for it. Sorry, the, the Falcons are also interesting, uh, obviously. <laughs> That's what we were poking fun at with, with Dan Quinn, like the Falcons. They went up – what was the – they went up 26-10, exactly that score in both games. It's like, how do you even what, – what gets you to 26? What is that? What is that? It's the it's – No the one's prime, talking about that. It's the, prime, it's the cursed number. It's, it's the Illuminati, dare I say. What would that – what would that even be? <laughs> I've never thought about this. Is it like – it's like f- five field go- – no, not four field goals and One, two touchdowns. Is that what they four did? Four field goals, seven safeties. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of ways to get there. Right? <laughs> Either so way. The Falcons, the Falcons every week are going to find a new way to hurt the city of Atlanta, it just seems like. Right? So we're excited. Yeah, that poor city. We're excited for tomorrow night for the Falcons to go up 31 to 7 and lose 48 to 31. Green Bay Packers. Per, I yeah, so say, what do you guys? It's a trap game for the Packers. Everybody's hurt. We're feel, but we're three and zero and feel good. And the Falcons are terrible on paper. So well, it's like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna win before we go on the. Well, bye. there's something you guys actually kind of want to talk about, right? Like, tell us about the the Packers start because it's. I mean, I feel like you should get to flex a little bit. Oh, I don't. know. I feel like I, it felt more flexy like two weeks. I don't know. I no, feel like right it's really maybe get upset. Don't flex on them. It's good. The Packers are good, right, man. Oh, yeah, yeah I feel like you should. Take a look at the Packers here. So the Packers are 3-1. and one. Our offense looks unstoppable with we, a bunch of undrafted free agents. We didn't um, lose. We're not losing. Never lost. Never lost. Aaron Rodgers is back, is back to as good as he was. Our defense still gives up a lot of points, but finds ways to get opportune turnovers. And uh, did I mention, yeah, our offense is, is – uh, there was some historic marker I found on Twitter, and granted it's been three games, but they're like – topping numbers that the 2007 Patriots put up or whatever that like crazy you know Randy Moss Tom Brady team was so that was cool yeah with exactly like 1.27 wide receivers per game like it's honestly insane <laughs> yeah like some like, we're like for... shoving MVS and Lazard into some weird combo per <laughs> we get like a quarter and a half out of Devante it's like there's some weird stuff going on but is awesome Aaron Rodgers is incredible and we've got Big Bob Tanyan, the boy, our boy, Big Bob. My guy. The yeah. The parent at tight end. I will Please. say, this, this, this has gotten me, and it's, it's probably just a small game sample size, and, like, defenses will adjust. Oh, God. <clears throat> Broadcasting. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> the Matt Patricia impression really took a lot out of the vocal reports. So, uh, you guys know. Um, but – I do wonder, like, when defenses finally kind of get more tape on us, if they'll counter. But as it stands, the way Lafleur is scheming up, like, I don't want to just shit on our all, all our offensive talent, but without Devontae, it's basically undrafted free agents and like six right. round picks that he's like right. making look really good. So, um, yeah, everyone's that, that, open to me. Hey, there's separation somewhere, which is kind of insane, and it's all play action stuff. It seems like it should be easy to play, but it's been. 
nobody's gotten close. So I guess we'll we'll wait for somebody to take it away. Yeah, I thought the wheels were going to fall off against the Saints last year, and instead it was the other way around. I feel like a lot of people all of a sudden were like, wait, are the Saints but that good, right? <laughs> so, like, I thought that game was really telling as far as you guys looked the same as you have against all the other teams, against what is a really good, like, a solid defense and a solid offense. And they did not. And Drew Brees' arm looked like it was Peyton Manning when he was 40, 43 or whatever. Not, not, heck, heck. <laughs> well, at least just saved it. At least just saved it. Drew Brees looked cooked, but then uh, this he looked good this week. So, you know, what you can get. Right. Right. So so it looks like the Packers probably made it hard for him. I, I just feel like the Packers are, are for all the all the fraudulent the takes that I had that they were frauds last year. I think they they do not look that way this year. They look frauds and nothing's frauds. really changed, but they look good, you know. So, yeah, like an actual juggernaut. It looks like uh, we should be in the conversation for best team in the league, which is exciting. Right. Right. Meanwhile, <laughs> hey. uh, one stayed over uh, the Vikings. Started really slow. Uh, I think what happened, especially on the defensive side, is that we have so many new pieces and so many rookies and young guys that we just, like, look just awful because we were, but we were learning. Uh, and the preseason would have helped a little bit. I'm not going to blame everything on it because we still would have lost the Packers and I don't know about the, uh, the other two games. But but today the Vikings looked really good. Justin Jefferson is, is my, like, it's like the, you guys know the meme of, like, it's Wolverine in his bed and there's, like, a yeah. picture in his hand and he's, like, <laughs> touching it. That's Vikings fans with Justin Jefferson, right? Like when everything, whenever anything goes bad, at least we have He's Justin so Jefferson. Good. So five years, he of looks that amazing. He has the most catches of twenty plus yards in the league right now, and he hardly played the first two games. So he's exciting. We're excited about him. He looks like Stephon Diggs out there until you see the the eighteen and not the fourteen. So the Vikings. That's that's. I went way too long last time on the Vikings. So my short and and sweet answer is we're not very good, but we have Justin Jefferson. Yeah, but you guys, <laughs> Houston's like this sounds terrible. Houston's a really good zero four team, but like that—that's a talented team. <laughs> <laughs> like that should be impressive, right? The best. But, I mean, before this week. <laughs> <laughs> well, I actually, Kai, I agreed with you before we. I saw them against the Vikings, but like they—they they played the Ravens, the Chiefs, and the Steelers. <laughs> like, come on! Right. But now they played a bad team, and they were bad. So yeah, maybe maybe yeah, just the Bill O'Brien effect <clears throat> of, like trans translates right. to his coaching too. Of like, oh. This guy's just not great. Right. Huh. Right. Well, yeah, I think the NFC North is crazy competitive because for all we like to like, I feel like Detroit gets so much and they always play everyone so tough. They just can't close. They're basically they like, Josh, write it down. Atlanta Falcons. 18, 18 minutes. Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> all written down. <laughs> God My bad. Everybody it. likes to <laughs> on Detroit. Everybody likes to. No, that's. <laughs> Everybody likes to beep beep with the beep beep. But <laughs> oh, wow, is that yikes? You know what? To be clear, you know no what? Yeah, you that. gotta beep that whole thing out. <laughs> just beep that whole thing cut, out. Just cut this last segment. <laughs> Call it good. <laughs> no, but Kai, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> and for how much it probably didn't matter, the Bears, the Bears at least look slightly scarier with with Nick Foles. I know they lost, but. They look at least, you know, and I know they didn't look good, but they would look just as bad with Mitch, Mitch Trubisky today. So. Yeah, I guess we're not really selling. Maybe the <laughs> NFC North isn't good. It's just the rest of the league. Is bad. <laughs> Wait, Kai, say it. Kai, what's your take then? <laughs> I've been saying it for years, guys. There's three or four good teams, and everyone else is mediocre. <laughs> Wait, so, okay, let's, 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 uh, let's work this premise. Who do we think are the three or four good teams, and who are the teams that – would be up there record-wise, but we're going to knock them down that we think are actually just like like secretly mediocre. They're fake. They're fake. I want, I want the first team. I want the first team. I'm going to go ahead and say the Chiefs are a good team. I like it. I, You know what I think? Bump the Ravens down to secretly mediocre. Oh, yikes. <laughs> it's brilliant because it allows me to slot the Bills into being actually good. I'm, I'm here for it. Ooh. I'm here for it. Seahawks are good. So, Man, and so now I'm – So we got, we got our three four. teams. So Seahawks, Bills, the and Packers Chiefs. aren't up there, and Packers. Yeah. I guess I'll, the Packers can be the fourth. They're they're the three or four good teams. So we're so losing. Saints, we're losing I'm cool with Niners, that. Uh, which is fine. Niners I guess. and Saints. 
say bye. Yep. And the Rams. Saints. Yeah, Ram- Rams aren't. Rams are fake good. Fake good. I like the Rams, but team, I do your team, agree the Pats, Kai. No okay. Pats love. They're secretly mediocre. We used to be for for my for my whole fandom until this year. Ironically, <laughs> is, uh, we've really gone downhill. So yeah. Well, I would say the Washington has the best football team, <laughs> but uh, I don't think that they probably belong on the, the on best the good team team's name, list. not the best team. Yeah, they are no, they're literally the best football football team right. in the league. <laughs> Impressed it. Um, so those are yeah, teams are pretty. Booking uh, yep. games. Take it to the EU. Take lock it in. EU, lock it in. Those are our lock it in team <laughs> team <of> the season. <laughs> <laughs> That's a gimmick we have just Yikes. nailed down. All right. <laughs> this has been fun. <laughs> we talked about we talked about uh, Doc Rivers. We talked about. Uh, the football team. We talked about the NFL and the Marlins. I don't know what else you want. I think we nailed it, guys. Yeah, we kind of killed it. In a, in a, in, in, <laughs> That's it. Choose to interpret that how you will. <laughs> we did. Let's be, yeah, we, those, those awkward silences, that's, that's where Jesse comes in hot with just something. And it's usually not very good, but it's something. <laughs> and it's not complete. So that's, that's good. All right, everybody. We'll see you. Just kidding, uh, Jesse. You have good time. We'll have see you time. next week when we change all of our opinions because we saw something new. Until then, this has been.